The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sierra Leone has some of the world's highest maternal mortality rates. One nurse, Zainab, has not lost a single mother. This Mother's Day, join care in supporting maternal health around the world. Learn more at care.org slash Mother's Day. Hello! Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This Day in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History Class, a show that flips through the pages of history to deliver old news in a new way. I'm Gabe Luzier, and in this episode, we're examining the origins of the only intercontinental rivalry to be settled by flipping flapjacks. The day was February 21st, 1950. An international competition was held between an American town and an English town to see who could run a race the fastest while also flipping a pancake. The joint event took place both in the town of Liberal, Kansas in the United States and in the market town of Olney, Buckinghamshire in England. In both cases, the pancake race was a way for Christian residents to celebrate a religious holiday called Shrove Tuesday. That's the traditional feast day known elsewhere as Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday, and Carnival. It's the day before Ash Wednesday, which is the start of Lent, a 40-day fasting period leading up to Easter. Shrove Tuesday was the last chance for Christians to indulge with a big meal before the fast began. This also made it a good time to use up any rich, perishable ingredients in the house. Things like eggs, milk, and cooking fats. And what quick, easy, indulgent food happens to include all those ingredients? Well, probably a lot of them, but pancakes is certainly up there. In fact, that's yet another name for the holiday, Pancake Day, which is a lot more appetizing than Shrove Tuesday. Still, to be fair, that name comes from the religious component of the holiday, not what's on the menu. Shrove Tuesday is derived from an old English verb that meant 
to impose a penance upon. Shrove Tuesday was a day to reflect and seek penance as a way to get ready for Lent. A church bell would be rung to call people to confession, where they were shriven, or absolved, from their sins. Shrove Tuesday always falls 47 days before Easter Sunday, but the exact date changes from year to year, falling somewhere between February 3rd and March 9th. As for the whole pancake race, that's actually a Shrove Tuesday tradition that dates back nearly 600 years to about 1445 AD. According to legend, a woman in Olney, England was busy making pancakes that day when the church bells began ringing to announce the shriving service. She immediately grabbed her headscarf, which was a church requirement, and bolted out the door, still wearing her apron and with a skillet and pancake in hand. Quick as she could, she ran the 415 yards to the local church and made it to service on time. Apparently, she made quite an impression on her neighbors that day, as in the following years, others in the community started racing to see who could reach the church first once the pancake bell had been rung. The fastest runner received a, quote, kiss of peace from the verger, or bell ringer, and I'm guessing that part was his idea. Things carried on like that in Olney for another 500 years or so, until 1950, when the town of Liberal, Kansas, asked if it could join in the fun. It started when members of the Liberal Junior Chamber of Commerce learned about the Olney event from a magazine article. Right away, Liberal contacted the Reverend Ronald Collins, vicar of St. Peter and St. Paul's Church in Olney. The Kansas town proposed a friendly transatlantic competition with the women of Olney to see who could run the pancake race the fastest. The vicar reportedly replied, quote, The race is on. The first race between Liberal and Olney was held on February 21, 1950. Only female residents over the age of 18 were allowed to participate in either town's race. Each runner was required to wear an apron and a headscarf, and to carry a frying pan containing a single pancake. While running the 415-yard course, each person had to flip their pancake a total of three times. Whoever did so the fastest in each race was that town's winner. The winning times in each town were then reported over the phone, and the racer with the lowest time was declared the champion of the international pancake race. Just like in Olney, the traditional prize of the liberal race was the kiss of peace, although other arguably more desirable prizes were also up for grabs, including a state-of-the-art pressure cooker. Ooh. With a time of 1 minute 18 seconds, Billy Marie Warden won the liberal leg of the first-ever international pancake race. But that wasn't fast enough to beat her rival in Olney, a woman named Florence Callow, who finished the 415-yard dash in just 1 minute 10.4 seconds. The town of Liberal took its first loss in stride, knowing they'd been beaten by the best. According to Virginia Leet, another Kansas runner in that first race, quote, We lost the pancake race to Olney, but then they had 500 years of experience. Fair point. Even though the town of Liberal didn't win the competition, the event won over the community, 
and convinced them that the pancake race should become a Kansas tradition too. And so it did. Since 1950, the event has been held nearly every year. As of recording, the current score stands at 39 wins for Liberal and 30 for Olney. But with the next race coming up on Shrove Tuesday, that's March 1st, 2022, that's bound to change, one way or the other. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you have a second and you're so inclined, consider keeping up with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can always send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sierra Leone has some of the world's highest maternal mortality rates. One nurse, Zainab, has not lost a single mother. This Mother's Day, join care in supporting maternal health around the world. Learn more at care.org slash Mother's Day. Hello! Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.